Hello, and welcome to the Alt Left. Welcome back, everyone, to the Alt Left. This is episode 912. I am your host, Chris. With me, as always, the good Reverend Dr. K. Good evening, everyone. And Matthew Jumbo Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Ooh, you sound good. Yeah? Yeah, you sound good. All right. Yeah. You got a good tone. You sound like you're feeling good. You're you know looking why good, for sure. Good? He's got, he's got he's got this feeling deep inside of him, right? Like this inner this inner confidence that only comes from a, a man with a beard and a robe. That's Except really he's not is. wearing a robe. He owns one, though, and he knows it. And that's the oh. thing. It's the knowledge. It's kind of like lingerie, right? Lingerie isn't for you. Lingerie is for the lady. It's to make her feel better and make her feel sexy and wanted. It has nothing to do with you. You have nothing to do with the lingerie equation. Let me tell you something. If you have a female partner and they're a male partner, anyway, if your partner puts on some kind of sexy undergarment, it ain't for you, bud. It ain't for you. From what I understand, which is limited, get me, don't get me wrong. Uh, makeup is 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 not really for for the guy, typically. I think makeup is more about a social expectation that's placed on women. I mean, I'm just going to say, I, I, I think Chris is mostly right. However, the, my, I'm not my, saying you can't get enjoyment out of it. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not for you. Okay, fair, fair. I was just going to say, it's like, there have been several gaming sessions where I've had to abandon you guys right away because the wife came down in lingerie. <laughs> uh, exactly, but she didn't put it on for you. She came down and was like, hey, green light, that was for you. The lingerie was for her. Fair enough. You know, like fine art. I can enjoy it, but it's not for me. Yeah, because... Coming downstairs nude would have accomplished the same thing. If not even better. True. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? If it's for yeah. you, they're already naked. So, yeah, there's a lot of news on the Twitter sphere. Um, because guess what? Gold Muskie pulled it off and he bought Twitter, which is now about to become MindSpace 2.0. Did he do it with his own money or did we end up giving him a bunch? I can't remember. It doesn't matter because we already give him a bunch. Like that's the yeah. thing. It's like most of that forty-four billion was loaned. That was yeah. that was kind of my point. Yeah, and even then, <laughs> what bothers me about Musk is like the rest of the money is damn near government money anyway. I mean, he literally has you know this whole um what's this? It was Starlink, right? Which I mean, just oh yeah, we're letting we're Jesus, letting a billionaire launch mad. satellites for free internet. That is that is fucking terrifying. But like. And it turns out not only is he suddenly demanding that the government pick up the bill for Ukraine, like a fucking shakedown, but then it turns uh, out the U.S. government actually paid for the hardware to begin with. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that actually wasn't known until very recently. It doesn't. I'm not saying. I'm. It just doesn't surprise me. That's kind of been the whole like like the only reason for the success of SpaceX is because the U S government was like, we don't really want to, you know, invest yeah, they privatized in, it, which was stupid. It, yeah. Yeah. It's like, and, and basically it, Musk went like, yeah, we'll take the government's money. Well, I don't actually have a problem with the privatization of it. I do to be honest, but uh, that's see, here. And I don't, there I don't have a problem with, pri- we're real quick. I don't have a problem with private companies going to space. That's fine. I have a problem with the U S government relying on a privatized system. Like a privatized contractor to build hardware for them is fine. That's the status quo. But to then say we are no longer going to even be oh, involved. Yes. We're just going to write agree checks to a private company. Fuck that. 
I, I agree with that. Uh, I meant privatization in terms yeah. of like private companies designing and building for NASA. I'm cool with that. Oh yeah, um, but that's always been because around. it's it's much more efficient. It's cheaper. It, you get better product, like because you cut through a lot of the the governmental bullshit tape. But anyway, moving on back to the uh, argument at hand. Yeah, so Musk basically pulled it off, uh, and then immediately in in a, in a here's here's my tiny dick move. Uh, fired the CEO, the CFO, and the head of legal policy. So he, he's yeah over at Twitter, and he's basically cleaning house. Uh, the big thing is 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 he going to let Donald Trump in, back in because he's that was a big thing for him that he was like, if I get on, I'm going to let Donald Trump in because freedom of speech, which you know, of course, anybody that's got more than two brain cells to rub together understands that freedom of speech doesn't apply to private institutions, and so there's no violation of free speech when a private company decides to deplatform someone for being a fucking Nazi. So all fucking Musk is doing is being like, I'm okay with Nazis because, you know, I don't understand free speech. A quick statement to our safeties about personal safety. Do not rub your brain cells together. Uh, It has been known to cause problems. Uh, Chris and I have tried to rub his brain cell and my brain cell together. It has never. Oh, no, no, that wasn't brain cells. I was just calling it that to make it sound less gay. Oh, well, that's okay too. Yeah, we Why were playing a very different game. Gay? Huh? Why you weren't invited. Gay? Because if I'm not hiding in the closet, it's not kinky. Oh, sweetheart, you've been out of the closet for so, so long. <laughs> I know, we were role playing as straight people. <laughs> God. I put on a Letterman jacket and he put on a MAGA hat and we were like, oh no, we're Mandy men. We drive Ford F-150s. We're not gay. They're just going to rub the tips together. I, it, it's it's fun. It's hot. And we, we played some country music in the background. You know, it's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like deliverance all over again. <laughs> so um, my issue, actually, I mean, yes, I think you're completely right. That is the that is the absolute dumb shit opinion on that. Um, that, yes, oh, it's censoring and it's against the Constitution. It's total bullshit. Uh, my issue, actually, is what, what Musk is going to do is the two things. First, he's definitely going to, and he's already announced it. He made some big announcement to the advertisers today. He tweeted it. Uh, basically saying how like I'm going to be super pro advertising, and if advertising's done right, it can be considered content. And then I forgot what it was. Some big person on Twitter was like, "Hey, Elon, you should monetize your big content creators just like every other social media does, and pay us for making content that everyone clicks on, and interacts with." And he was like, "Good," and he literally replied saying, "Absolutely." So like, we are about to see. Twitter join YouTube and uh, TikTok and those kind of things where where interaction and big content creators get a chunk of the pie, um, and we're going to see that paired with massive corporate advertising. And so, and the thing is, I don't think they're going to do it the right way like TikTok and YouTube tend to. Uh, not to say that YouTube and, and TikTok and that's do debatable, it correctly. Yeah, I'm not saying they. I'm not saying they do it good, but the point is that like YouTube underpays you but you still get paid for content now yes are there a lot of shitty things they do and how they shadow ban and what they do absolutely total garbage but their compensation strategy in principle is pretty sound i like the idea that major content creators who drive revenue get a slice of the pie it should be a bigger slice and it should be distributed more fairly but i like the concept of that The problem is that's not what Musk is trying to create here. You're going to see these content creators tied directly into marketing, where basically marketing and commercials are the content. Uh, He's going to drive Twitter into the ground. He's going to cash in from advertisers while everyone's still on Twitter. 
while the mm-hmm. numbers are high. He's going to get his fucking money back, and then he's going to sell his shares and bail before the whole thing comes crashing down and becomes the next uh, Tumblr. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right, because that's what Elon Musk does. Yeah. Is he... and, and, well, and real quick, and part two of that is we're also going to see it become like Instagram and Facebook, where not only is it full of right-wing boomers, but it does nothing about uh, anti-Semitism, about Nazis, about white supremacy. It's not going to do any of that shit. We are going to see oh, yeah. we are going to see Kanye West all over the fucking place on it. Yep, absolutely. Um, but uh, that's what Elon Musk so does. Dead. He he did it with uh, with cryptocurrency, where he hyped up a bunch of crypto and then tanked it. Wait, are you telling said, me Dogecoin isn't a good investment anymore? Uh, no, it was never a good investment. If you spent a ton of money getting into Doge, uh, you're an idiot. Um, oh no, my savings. Also, with Much same loss. thing with GameStop because <laughs> those GameStop people are still holding their fucking GameStop stock as they Game should. GameStop yeah. stock as they should, but uh, I mean, at some point, oh, I, in time, here's the thing. I don't like, think I don't think they're gonna go. get paid out. They're good because they're lose. never gonna get paid out. Yeah, the house always wins. But what I like about that is every day longer they're holding out is a record of how fucking corrupt the the um, not the FCC the uh, FTC is. Yeah, the Federal Trade Commission is not forcing all of these companies that over leveraged uh, to pay margin. Plain and simple. And yeah. and we covered that already in a previous podcast. Yeah, we, we covered that, but it's still not resolved. Yeah. At the end of the day, margin is fucking called unless you're rich. Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we are seeing the death of Twitter. We're actually, we had a little conversation about it. It hasn't been decided on what our future there is going to be. Uh, but chances are we'll be de- deplatforming from Twitter. Um, not that I think... Uh, the alt-left is going to make a difference one way or the other. Um, But I don't like contributing to fascist billionaires. Um, And again, no matter what social media you on, you already are. But this one's a little much. Kind of like, you know, Adidas dropping Kanye. Like, at a certain point, you just have to say, this is just too much. I just fucking can't participate. Uh, So we'll see what happens. I mean, if he drops out in the next week when his stocks start diving, who knows, maybe. But I am not, uh, I'm not optimistic. You know, we could just start, you know, funneling people into a Discord server. Like, honestly, if we want social media, we could do it that way. Yeah, and that I may mean, be the future is, is a Discord. Yeah, and one thing else I want to we, – we've talked about this before, but I just want to reiterate it because it, it's important. Elon Musk is not a genius. Let, let's no. be clear here. Elon Musk means. got a, a loan from his father who owned a fucking South African slave mine, okay? He used that loan to buy into a company. That company – through very little effort on Elon's part, merged with another company. Okay. Elon became CEO of that company, was CEO for six months, and then got fired. All right. Now, even though they fired him, he still was one of the founders, and that company would eventually go on with the new CEO to become um, uh, PayPal, PayPal. All right. So he didn't create PayPal. All right. He did not. He had no involvement in creating PayPal, but because he bought into it, once PayPal became PayPal and was bought a year later by eBay for something like, I think some ridiculous sum of money, like I think it was like a billion or something, something like that. Elon got paid. He got something like a hundred something million dollars from that, that buyout because he was, an, he was considered an original investor. Like he owned part of the company. So that's where he got the money to then go buy Tesla, which again, 
Tesla already existed. Yeah, he it was already doing Tesla. its thing. He didn't found it. It was already ex- in existence doing its thing. He just bought it and invested more money so they could keep doing what they were already doing. And then, of course, Tesla got bought up and then he did the same thing with SpaceX. And of course he did that around this. He owned SpaceX for a while. And then the government was like, well, Hey, we don't want to really use the Russians anymore. We'd rather give that to an American company. And so Elon Musk was like, Hey, I'm a really good tech guy and everyone knows it. Why don't you give me money and I'll put rockets into space for you. And so they did. Well, there's a bunch of companies have been doing that, but that's here or there. Yes. But SpaceX has been the most successful and the most funded. Exactly. True. True. And again, like it's the pinnacle of it. And it's not Elon Musk designing and launching these rockets. No, of course he literally not. just it. bought the company and other smarter people are all doing this. Okay, the best just, thing you can say is he, he bought two companies at the right time. There's a reason yeah. he likes Trump so much. It's because they have the same business model. Elon yep. Musk doesn't make design or judge anything. Elon Musk buys into things, slaps his name on it and receives profit for it. I mean, again, we get to, he got his family money comes from a Parthian emerald mines in South Africa where they there cut off go. children's fucking hands. Like he, his family runs a torture slave division of the nation, okay? He is like they are they are worse than fucking Nazi death camps over there. Uh, his family is absolutely horrible. Um they are fucking villains. Now, that money was then again used to buy into PayPal that already existed. And congrats, he bought into the company that made paying for things really fucking shitty and hard. Like, who uses PayPal? I sure as fuck don't. PayPal sucks. They're they're actually not. They used. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, here, PayPal is the same as Apple. PayPal's just like Apple. They were innovative and came out with a neat product that no one else did. And then everyone else made it better and innovated and they refused to, which is why Apple sucks. Because Apple starts out with something amazing. And that's why they always are iPod, iPhone, MacBook, tablets. Like, Apple has actually been the leading innovative edge in so many day to day technologies. And then some other company makes an, an improvement to it. And Apple goes, no, no, we don't like that. No, we're never changing. No. And it, and they get dragged down. They charge more for their product, which is why they'll never take a lion's share of the market. And it's a stupid business model. It makes short-term money, but in the end, it's dumb. And that's what PayPal did. PayPal was ingenious. It made online buying easy and good compared to what it was. And then all of a sudden, Everyone else started making online purchases and platforms for doing that. And PayPal would not innovate. They stayed shitty and awful and clunky and never got better. And that's why they suck. And look at fucking Musk. What's Musk actually done for Tesla? Nothing. Tesla existed before him. They were making cutting edge designs. They were actually making electric cars that had performance, which you got to remember before this, this was like, it wasn't the inside. It was the Honda something, you know, it was one of the first major ones and it looked like a tiny little space Coke can, you know, and, and, and and, talking about the uh, Toyota, um, their their hybrid. No. No. Okay. Not the Prius. Okay. Because the first one that I can remember going mainstream was the Toyota Prius. I'm Google it. Nope. The, yeah, it was, it was the Honda Insight. And it had okay. those stupid uh, yeah, little wheel skirts over they, the back wheels. They weren't even the the one of the you're talking. Oh, ones. you're talking about full electric. I'm sorry. I'm thinking hybrid, but you're talking about full-blown electric. My bad. Chevy actually made a full electric a long time ago. Is that the Volt? they ended up actually, what's that? No, not the Volt. It was the EV1 by GM. I remember that. Oh my gosh, you're right. I remember that. So, 1996, they came out with the EV1. They made 
like just over a thousand units, like eleven hundred units. I can't remember if they ended up buying them all back. Essentially, per, uh, purchased almost every EV one back and destroyed them all. Okay, okay. I just came in for the end of that, but holy shit, I had no idea. That's fucking terrifying. They just and they just re- remove their entire mark mark ones from the market. Uh, the EV one, yeah, it was originally uh, designed and sold in 1996 through 1999. They sold a little over 1,100 units, and they had expected battery technology to like increase. And something else happened. I'm not. I don't remember exactly what, but they they ended up purchasing back almost every single one of them. I just went full on Atari ET, <laughs> and they literally just demolished them all. Yeah. Uh, but that's where that uh, cowling over the wheel actually comes from. Is from the EV one because hmm. it's it's more fuel efficient. Yeah, it is. It reduces drag on the back tires. But yeah, Tesla was not the first to mass market electric cars. Um, what they were innovative at was they were the first ones to actually give them a pair, right? Like electric cars were always kind of like the Geo Metro and the Honda Insight, like we said earlier. Like they were extremely efficient, extremely lightweight, but they were very low on power. And Tesla was the first one to say, no, let's actually make a fucking sports car, right? And so they did. And that's innovative. And that's great. That's cool. And Elon Musk bought into it because of that. It, it became an attractive company. And that's the one thing. That's the one thing I'll give Elon credit for. He's good at spotting a good bet. Yes. And that yeah. I agree with. And Tesla was a good fucking bet. And it paid off big time. But the thing is, it gave him all this fucking clout. And everyone thinks he's Tony fucking Stark. He's not. He's Donald Trump. He's just a yeah. fucking rich kid who slaps his name on shit and gets paid for it. That's all he is. He's a fucking celebrity endorsement. He is Kim Kardashian selling you belly tea. That's all it fucking is. Only instead of belly tea, it's an actual product. But that's Wait, all the belly tea doesn't work? Yeah, okay, fine. He's the slap chop guy. He's the shamwell guy. <laughs> like that's. What oh, no, because is. I've been drinking that goddamn tea for like months. And, and look, I, you I, have a belly. It's perfect. It oh, worked. Good point. Yeah, see? Never mind. I apologize. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I've been on, drinking hold it for on, years. Hold on, The shamwell is fucking amazing. So is the slap chop. What's your point? Actually, no, the slap chop is garbage. The slap yeah, chop no, is it's hot garbage. garbage. Yeah. I don't care. If it's not the coked out fever dream that is Billy Mays selling me OxyClean, I don't care. Oh, right, right. That's all I want. I don't I don't I don't care about the slap chop guy biting transvestite hookers. That means nothing to me. I no. want Billy Mays with his giant bug eyes and fucking huge pupils, you know, and and and, and having enough fucking meth in his system to kill a horse. That's that's the kind of that's the kind of salesman I want, you know. You know how that guy died? Yeah, cocaine no. on an airplane. Yes, no, he had a fucking like no, no. aneurysm or heart attack. No, he got hit by a piece of luggage that fell out of the overhead compartment, and he fucking bled into his brain and died. I could have sworn there was like a huge cocaine component. Like there was a bunch of damn. Like, I, yes, I know something smacked him, but like. If only there was I this could electronic be wrong. information superhighway we could all access to find out. Uh, if only, God. If only there was some way we could get like a Googleplex of information about something. Uh, right? Right? Jesus. Uh, Maze was found unresponsive by his wife in Florida home the morning of June 28th. Uh, 2009, he was pronounced dead at 7.45 a.m. age 50, appearing yes. to have died sometime overnight. Uh-huh. Well, that would throw your luggage theory out the window. Well, it doesn't make it the day no. before. Let's find out. Hold on. Yeah, Here we go. He didn't die um, on the flight. Yeah. 
Mays had told his wife the previous evening that he had felt unwell. Initially, there was an incorrect initially there was an incorrect speculation that he died from a head injury he experienced on a flight he had taken earlier oh. in the day, which the plane seemed a rough landing. Son of starts. a bitch! I I Mandela never heard effect. any. So after, uh, hold on, after initial autopsy on June 29th, the uh, medical examiner stated that May suffered from hypertensive heart disease and that heart disease was the likely cause of his death. According to a toxicology report in 2009, heart disease was the primary cause of death and cocaine was listed as a contributory cause of death. I was oh, right. He was too coked out and his my, heart exploded. My That's apologies. I, I heard that. Uh, that theory and it apparently by the way was, uh, uh, explodimicated is an actual medical term yes that is also that true. is real and it's uh, not only, because of what it sounds like it was actually because the exploding heart was discovered by a german cardiologist um uh, helmut explodicated is actually why it's yeah. called that that's your that's your alt <laughs> tip fact of the day kids just tip it only for a second folks it's <laughs> all i need baby i so, love it when you give me your tip so that that is that is what Elon is. He's just he's a he's a fucking he's fucking Dr. Phil. He's just here to cash in on his fucking name recognition. And he again, his one good thing is he knows a good fucking bet. And he has he has chosen correctly, you know, and and, and fine. You know, he's not selling garbage, but he's portraying himself as this amazing dude. And again, he's he's Billy fucking Mace. He's the my pillow guy. He's Donald Trump. He's just another one of these feckless cowards who builds themselves up as these captains of industry when they're not. They're just fucking rich kids who slap their name on stuff. America. That's, that's good word usage, man. Feckless. Cap. Yeah, it's a good word. And I like it. And remember, capitalism is the only system that has ever worked and has always been here. So I want to talk about something. And it was actually in the news cycle a while ago. Um, and by a while ago, by the way, I mean a month ago, <laughs> but it's right. something that's been, it's been bouncing around and, 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 and let's just give credit where credit is due. I saw TikTok today and it reminded me of this. Someone was talking about, you know, um, oil subsidies and, and, and unemployment and we were so, so, okay. Obviously we have inflation going up, right? Yep. Yes. Everything costs more. And obviously, you know, the whole turkey bird flu thing because of the inflation, um, obviously, Democrats and lawmakers and everyone is is bending over backwards to try to show how much they care and how much they care about things and how they're going to fix it. and Blah, blah, blah. Right. Wait, the Inflation Reduction Act didn't fix that? Didn't no, not fix even inflation? The, the, the act we passed to, to fix inflation hasn't fixed it? Uh, that's not that. No, that, that was the act named that. It was not the that We didn't pass that. Remember, the richest one percent have seen their wealth more than doubled since 2020 yeah as the world has spiraled we have millions dead and everyone is fucking broke as a joke the richest one percent have had their wealth more than doubled and the top 20 people could lose 99.9 percent of their wealth and still be in the top one percent so speaking of these bastards so now the federal reserve which the federal reserve is just as federal as fedex um, the private banking syndicate known as the Federal Reserve that controls the United States money supply because of fucking corruption. A month ago, again, this Federal Reserve we're talking about, we can do a whole episode on the Federal Reserve and we just may one day. Um, but this private banking syndicate that controls our money has basically announced last month, that was a few weeks ago, that the only way we're really going to get out of this recession is if unemployment goes up. Wait, wait hold on. If unemployment goes up yes we need more unemployed people to save the economy how, how does that work exactly uh, um, well, well the, i'm a little 
I'm a little shaky on the the thought process here. Because when you when it's a capitalist system, when you have less people able to spend money, then the idea is that less people are buying things, therefore prices will come down in order to stimulate people buying things. That that's yeah. not how inflation works. Well, <clears throat> the point is to actually um, keep people unemployed and therefore that will stagnate wages. Like the whole point is simply to lower wages. Our, our wages have already stagnated. Yes, but they're still rising too much. They're almost keeping up with half the rate of inflation. And that is a problem. Uh, and again, these are like, that, that's what the fed actually is quoted as saying their plan is uh, the chair of the fed. His name's Jerome Powell. He's a piece of shit. And what he said a couple weeks ago was that they're projecting a benchmark rate of hitting 4.4% by the end of the year. Even as this is his quote, even if it causes a recession, he said, there will very likely be some softening of the labor market conditions. We will keep at it until we are confident the job is done. Like they literally said, we are going to do everything we can to raise the unemployment rate. And by the way, in case you're wondering what the unemployment rate would look like at 4.4% by the end of the year, as opposed from 3.7, which is right now, that's 1.2 million people. So yeah. just an additional, we're already at 3.7%. To raise it to 4.4 would be almost, right, almost 2 million people losing their fucking jobs. And then, by the way, just just to just to rub salt in that wound, he closed his statement um, to the public, saying, "I wish there was a painless way to do that, but there isn't." Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm sorry, you you almost two billion people, two million people. Fuck you. Uh, I wish I didn't have to fuck you, but I'm going to fuck you. So yeah. fuck you. And, and so basically, you would cause the newly unemployed to cut back on spending, uh, wage growth again. Like we said, it would it would totally it would totally stagnate. Um, we would we would see wages just totally fucking flatline on the magic line graph. And then once you know, fucking companies know that their labor costs aren't going to go up, uh, they'll stop raising prices hypothetically which won't actually work it happened yeah, um it but won't. if they did stop raising their prices that would slow inflation but they're not fucking going to because that's the no, thing why is would they do that people are still like people still have to buy gas there are still necessities and it's like most of these companies know they got us by the cojones and people are still going to pay these ridiculous prices because they need the fucking products because they don't and have so, any choice yeah but again, yeah. like th I, I go back, like think, let, let's let's pivot real quick to something like Chick Fil A or the gaming industry, right? It's like, like we've got like Chick Fil A that actively donates to uh, campaigns, uh, political campaigns, uh, politicians, anything they can, organizations that are legitimately anti-LGBTQ to the point of being called hate groups. Like they donate to known hate groups in support. And people still buy Chick-fil-A because <laughs> she likes the chicken sandwiches are just so good. I got nothing against gay people, but God damn it, I need a chicken sandwich. You can't tell me that's not just the most American thing ever, though. We can't get people to wear masks, like. But, yeah, but that's my point. It's like we can't even get people to the to do the bare minimum of going to somewhere else to get a chicken sandwich, so that a little less harm is done to a minority community. We can't even get them to do that, let alone inconvenience themselves to force a company to lower prices or something like that. Nobody will do it. Nobody's got the will, and it like. I, I just I mean I, I would I just, argue that a majority of Chick-fil-A customers actually don't like gay people. 
I would I, actually not agree all, with you. Not and, all. I'm saying a majority. I think there are plenty again, of people who are like, I'm, actually, I like the queer folk, but that chicken sandwich yeah, is I mean, too tasty. But I think they're the minority. Okay, great. But we're in Blue State, California. And that's the biggest liberal, like liberals will all, all the time champion yes. LGBTQ rights. And I've got a gay friend and I will vote for anybody that's pro LGBTQ, but that Chick-fil-A sandwich that just, that Chick-fil-A just opened up and their chicken sandwich is so good. Great. They're fucking causing the death of people. How about you don't buy the sandwich and go to goddamn McDonald's. They got a great chicken sandwich. Eat that. It doesn't taste as good. Oh, okay. I'm sorry that the slightly better tasting fast food chicken sandwich is worth the price of people's lives. This is a side note, and it's not to defeat your argument because I 100% agree with you. But I just want to point out this is where the no ethical consumption of capitalism comes in. Because if you take your business to McDonald's, they're actively completely destroying the Amazon rainforest right now and causing I, the death of tens of thousands of indigenous people. I picked people. a random no, no. spot. I really Again, don't care. <laughs> yeah. I, I was making a side point, agreeing yeah. with you. But I just want yeah. to also make this side point that that is the beauty that capitalism gives us. Is even when you then take your business somewhere else, you are contributing to death and misery around the globe because that's what capitalism is. Um, I also want to give you one more quote from the Fed. Uh, this is from Susan Collins, who's the president, not the not the senator, but Susan Collins, the president of the Fed Reserve Bank of Boston. Uh, she had a speech, and I got this great quote from her. She says, I do anticipate that accomplishing price stability will require slower unemployment growth and a somewhat higher unemployment rate. And I take very seriously that unemployment is painful and that its costs have been disappropriately concerned among, concentrated among groups that have traditionally been marginalized. Like she's basically saying, like, I understand that this is going to totally starve black and poor people, but fuck them. It's not even just that, like, they're doing something terrible to marginalized communities. They're straight up saying we know this is going to hurt them, but we don't care. It's just, it's amazing this shit the Fed does. I mean, God, did you remember when, like, what was it, like 2008, 2009, when they just lost, like, a trillion dollars and couldn't even tell you anybody where it went? They went before Congress. Oh, they were yeah. like, mm -hmm. it, it just dis-a-fucking-peered. But what you gonna do? Because the last guy who tried to take power from the Fed got his head blown off in Texas. Uh-huh. Grassy and all, look it up. The point is... This is what the federal government wants to do as well. They're fully behind this. This is the policies that like Biden is bringing forth for us. We know this is happening and this is what their plan is. And this, this is what kills me is this is the only way to do it. It sucks. We know we're so sorry, but it's the only way to do it. We got to starve your children to, to stop inflation. I'm sorry. Why is that? I mean, do you realize we give $18.4 billion a year in fossil fuel subsidies. $18.4 billion annually to fossil fuel subsidies. That is an insane amount of money. Our total military assistance for Ukraine as of a month or two ago was $15.2 billion. We get $15.2 billion in military assistance. That is not humanitarian aid. That is not the money that has gone to food and medicine and fuel for people, because that I'm for. $15.2 billion in war assets have gone to Ukraine. But the problem is you have a job, and we need to have less of you employed. That's what's going to fix it. Not cutting oil subsidies, not cutting war budgets. Mm -mm -mm. We need new fighter planes. We need to pay SpaceX to launch shit into space and have satellite networks. Oh, yeah. We need to pay billions of dollars to make sure there's jet flyovers and flags flown over every single fucking NFL game. That's important. You keeping your job and feeding your family, that's what goes on the chopping block. Because fuck the poor. Yep. 
I don't want to live on this planet anymore. There's there's no other planet at the moment. You're going to have to wait. There's lots of planets. You just can't breathe. Or you might melt. Or freeze. Or be crushed. Or be crushed. That's true. Yeah, Jupiter's looking real nice if you're looking to get a little squish on. Yep. So that's all I brought to the podcast. Speaking of keeping jobs, Matt, tell us what's going on at the mail department. What's happening in the mail room? Uh, so a couple of things. So we got some shout outs from recent episodes. The first one is from our girl, Kaylee. She hasn't meant talked to us in a while, but uh, on the last episode, you, we were talking about the, the robes brought her so. back. Yeah. Yeah. I think what so. Up, I think it did. Uh, she, she mentioned she's got a degree in philosophy and, and hate that you guys are right about it. Cause we were talking shit about philosophy degrees. <laughs> Here's, you know, what's funny. I want to point this out for Kaylee. If you're listening, I actually think philosophy is one of the most important subjects that can be taught in higher education. Uh, yeah. philosophy's a uh, fucking amazing. And by the way, for the record, I am an absolute utilitarian hundred percent. I'm sure you already know that by now, you but know. yeah, totally utilitarian. I mean, not, not a, not a super utilitarian. Like, no, I don't believe in cutting a healthy person up to donate their organs and that often one, but, uh, but, but definitely I'm here for the trolley experiment. Anyway, philosophy's amazing and it will absolutely, absolutely enrich your life and your soul just not your bank account but you already know that but i'm pro philosophy and i feel your pain on being poor because it's awesome cool uh she goes on to say by the way that you know it it did completely reframe the way she thinks about the world uh but now she's working in educational recruitment and she didn't need a degree for that so this is just a kind of piggyback on what we were talking about last week it's kind of (laughs) you know fucked up what a lot of us end up doing uh after we get these degrees, because, you know, we were all told growing up, hey, just get that degree. Doesn't matter what in you get a bachelor's in the world, your oyster. And then we get out and it's like fucking KFC manager. Uh, many years ago, an old friend of mine, uh, he married someone and she had a degree in art. And so we put a license plate frame on her Kia because they were very poor. And it just said, I have a degree in art. Would you like fries with that? And it just it reminded me of how how you can get a degree in higher education that will completely transform who you are as a person and make you such a better human and you will starve to death because of it. So the statistics say that only 46 percent of college graduates uh, currently work in the field of their study. Yes, that's because profitability and education do not mix. So so less than 50 percent of people that have degrees actually work in the field in which they study. That to me is insane. I am pursuing a graduate degree so I can have a side gig and it not be my actual real full-time job. That's that's how higher education works for most, man. It just surprises me is all. Anyhow, moving on. Um, yeah, so next up on the list is our girl, Basehead Faye. Uh, I just wanted to give her a shout out because I don't know if you, you've seen this, Chris. She sends us articles almost regularly now on Twitter, which I, I mean, on, I think on the is, Muscoverse. Yeah, on the Muscoverse, um, which which we are reading those. I don't respond, but they are really interesting. And I, I'm, I'm propping her up a little bit now because uh, <laughs> she's, she's got some words for you and Kay. <laughs> Good words or bad words? So, so um, this is a family show, sir. So she she says she has a lot of opinions about how we treat holistic slash alternative medicines. Like uh, this garbage. Is going, this is going back to the conversation we had, where uh, uh, you know whether or not they're stupid or victims. Oh man, me and Kay are going to go to town on this one. All right, huh, Kay, crack your knuckles yeah. real quick. Let's. Uh, Come no, on, no, guys. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Tell us why snake oil is good. Go ahead. Uh, I wrote a paper. Oh, on this hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Before I do this, I want to rub an egg on me real quick and put it under my bed. So I'm good for the <laughs> argument because that's just as good. Uh, right? I, I would like my uh, sublingual. Uh, what is it called? Uh, 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 oh, 
Sugar. See, you wouldn't you wouldn't pills. be stuttering if you would rub tea tree oil on your ear. <laughs> well, you would have had that right on. She's not defending holistic medicine. Uh, she oh, wrote good. a paper on this in college, uh, and she agrees with me because Chris and Kay are ignoring huge mechanisms of why people seek out disinformation. So basically, it's not that she's saying holistic medicine is good. It's that she's saying that she agrees with me and that you guys are ignoring stuff in labeling these people as stupid. And she what did things not are we elab- ignoring? She she did not elaborate on that. Um, but ah. I, wanna... I, I would appreciate you elaborated, please. I think the real reason is because Mercury is in retrograde. I'm sorry if you're not gonna if you're not gonna give me facts and statistics for your argument. I'm just gonna make up my own because there's a vacuum. Like I, like I said, I want the the facts and statistics uh, because then I would like to refute them. Just so you know, she did she did get that special uh, buy one get one at the same price of case contra massages. So she did. Yeah, I haven't she did. seen a dime of this money. Where is this money, Matt? Oh, I embezzled uh, it into uh, into Doctor Oz vitamins. Uh, yeah. It seemed like a good investment at the time. They, they no, they are the, 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 oh, that, and, do- and Dogecoin. Me. It's all getting paid yeah. in Dogecoin. <laughs> that, that egg's gonna crack any moment now, buddy. You just you wait. It's all in GameStop uh, stocks. <laughs> well, then you're doing Basehead, good, you know, until until they start being sold, right? Basehead Faith, thank you very much for your engagement. I do actually appreciate it. As do I, even if you're wrong. People uh, seek you. out misinformation because they do not know the real information. Um, I think it is very easy. And again, I don't I don't d- dissuade the person because of it. I think it's really easy to get suckered into holistic and alternative medicines. I mean, especially when like the World Health Organization is currently fucking allowing it to be real, which is bullshit. But it's very easy because, again, anecdotal evidence is is powerful in the vacuum of actual evidence. OK. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, it is. And, and so if you actually don't know what you're dealing with and then you're being given anecdotal evidence, that becomes your evidence. And so I think it's it is very easy to be. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, my roommate uh, in college uh, did a thing where they rubbed this oil on their eyeball and their toe got better. And so I'm going to do that. That's just the truth. And I'm going to spread that around because that's what I've seen happen because that, 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 we're humans. That's how our brains work. You know, we evolved from a place before there were fucking medical journals. Like it was about what grandma told you worked. And that was the way you stayed alive because you know what? Grandma said, don't eat the plant with five leaves or you'll fucking die. And you know what? Grandma was fucking right. Now we don't eat that fucking mushroom and we live. And so that is how it works. Unfortunately, we now live in a modern age where that doesn't work, but we've we've evolved past our own stupidity. Unfortunately, that instinct to believe a trusted source because you personally know them or have seen it work on this one anecdotal situation exists, and that urge is real, and it's human, and it's powerful. That, I think, is the reason why people are like, oh, the more seasoned, diluted that fucking hoodoo oil is, is going to help me with my chakras, and they go for it. Because it feels good. Uh, no, it, it's it often oh, it does. My is, chakras feel great. Oftentimes, people they go along with these anecdotal stories because they feel good, because they want to believe. They want to placebo's think placebo's a hell of a drug. Yeah, because placebo is a hell of a drug, and they they want to to take this thing that's easy to fix whatever their problem is versus do the real work or get the real medication for what their actual problem is. I think that they often ignore the actual evidence in favor of this anecdotal evidence simply based on that it feels good. Now, I am going to say one thing 
in defense of alternative medicine. And when I say alternative medicine, I'm not talking about things like faith healing and that kind of thing, right? I'm talking about acupuncture. I'm talking about cupping. I'm talking about fucking magic potions at Whole Foods, um, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Reiki healing. Uh, These things have a component that actual science-based medicine lacks, and that is the personal touch. If you go to a magician to get healed, the one thing that magician will do, and let's call them what they are, they're selling magic potions. That's all... That's all that shit is. But what they're what they're also doing is they're sitting down with you for a long period of time. If you go to a hospital, there are 700 nurses and five doctors and all of them are overworked. Right. And so what you get is a nurse who spends a lot of time with you, but can make no decisions on your behalf or ask you many questions. Right. They're there to take your vitals and carry out doctor's orders. But then you get one of the couple of doctors who are working the entire floor and are responsible for every patient. And you get 10 seconds with them. And they come in, what's going on? This thing, uh-huh, 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 here's your prescription, have a nice fucking day, I'm out. And then the nurse comes back in, does the rest of the legwork. And so the person you have FaceTime with isn't your healer. And the person who is your healer is the person you barely talk to. Whereas in alternative medicine, when you go to a witch doctor, you're actually sitting with someone who will spend hours with you. Tell me about your childhood. Tell me about your past. Tell me what's going on. What's your diet like? Tell me about your day. What's this? What's that? Even though some of it's bullshit and some of it's real, because let's be fair, a lot of alternative healing is actually saying, it sounds to me like you do manual labor for 10 hours and get two hours of sleep and exist on coffee and spite. Maybe we should look at your diet too. Sometimes there actually is good life advice in there. Now, when they sell you magic potions, that's horseshit. When they give you Reiki healing, it's horseshit. When they give you acupuncture, that's horseshit. Cupping doesn't do anything. You're an idiot. But you are getting care from a human being who is actually listening to you, not just tolerating your presence for 10 seconds and issuing an order. This person is actually hearing you, which is something that modern medicine really lacks, especially with women and people of color. They are not listened to. Whereas if you, imagine being a woman of color and going into a hospital and always having a white doctor not give a fuck what you thought versus going into an alternative medicine clinic and having some hippie sit down with you, burn some sage and be like, no, seriously, tell me about your feelings and your pain and what's going on with you. That is powerful. And that person can accidentally heal you because they actually gave a shit about you. And even the placebo effect of having been fucking heard like a human being, which you don't get in Western medicine very much, is healing. That in itself is can be helpful. And, and that is what Western medicine lacks. And so I will give them that. That is the olive branch I will throw to alternative medicine. It is witch doctor hokum and it is an absolute fucking ripoff. But the one thing they'll give you is the human fucking touch. And that is what's missing out of science-based medicine. And I think that is why a lot of people gravitate towards it. Because that initial intake procedure, it's like therapy. Like when you go to therapy, what does a therapist do? Yeah, they fucking listen to you. You know, they fucking hear you out. And they actually evaluate you as a person, not a product. Or at least that's they're supposed to. That's what most shrinks do. That's what their job is. You know, their job is to care about you no matter what. Um, at a human level. And yeah. I think that's what makes holistic medicine so appealing to a lot of people, too, is not only do people like believing in magic, because let's be fair, every time Mercury's in quote unquote fucking retrograde, it's all over fucking Instagram and everyone's talking about it. And people are doing I mean, how popular has tarot reading come and all this shit. It's all fucking hokum and witchcraft. It's all it is. Um, I mean, there's an argument to say that Catholicism is also witchcraft. But <laughs> the point is, um, 
that people want to believe in that shit. And that's half of it. But the other half is there is an actual human touch with empathy and with caring and with the intent, even if it's not based in reality, the intent of healing. And I think that's what also draws a lot of people in too. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Well, there are elements of people like there are small elements of people doing it. Like the most famous one I can point to, and there was actually Robin Williams in a movie about this is Patch Adams. Um, uh-huh. he, he'd be one of the ones where it's, it's, it, and, and, the, and there's some weird stuff if you start digging into the true story, but the overall concept is, is true. It's this idea that you need to treat the patient with the illness. Um, and that's kind of where his philosophy comes from. And it's the idea that you doing a lot of the things that Chris was just talking about. It's you use Western medicine but you engage with the patient, you, you connect with them emotionally. And unfortunately, one of the, the, the main things that doctors are taught is to distance themselves emotionally from patients. They don't want doctors getting emotionally invested in people that are going to die. And, and that's the thing from a doctor. Most people who are healthy don't think about this because they go to the hospital or doctor infrequently. But when you work in a hospital, most of the patients you're going to see are going to end up dying sooner or later. You're going to see a lot of death. And so doctors are trained from the very beginning to emotionally cut themselves off and distance themselves. That's part of the reason why they have so little face time with patients. They don't want to connect because how, how are you going to tell somebody that you've grown to love as a human that they're going to die? And that there's nothing that they can do about it. And, and there's nothing that can be done about it. And then, and then after you've done that, leave the room and go do it five more times. And then after you've done it five more times, go see 20 more patients. And then do it all again the next day. And again, I'm not making excuses for it, but like going to Chris's point, we have a system that's fundamentally broken. Um, I think that again, you're right. Like because of capitalism, the, the goal is to hire five doctors and then pay all the, uh, the, instead of hiring like, you know, 15 doctors or 20 doctors or however many you need, you know, it's, and the goal is to just churn out patients as quickly as can you can. Like doctors are, a lot of places will give doctors quotas on how many patients they are required to see in a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if they don't keep their numbers up, there are places where they have been fired for it. And that is deplorable. It is. But it is the reality of, of the corporation of healthcare in this country. And it's not just this country. That's how healthcare works all over the world. But yeah, fundamentally, we have a problem. Alternative medicine, it makes you feel good. And that's it. And then one last thing I've got for you guys. So so quick question, quick poll. I uh-huh. thought we that we as a society understood that, you know, saying the line of, I can't be racist, I have a black friend. No. Is in fact racist. We all agree we that that was- society can't agree that the earth is round, bro. It yeah, is it yeah. is absolutely racist, but uh, we made no such agreement. Huh. Ah, Saying okay. I can't be racist, I have a black friend is not a racist statement. Saying I can't be racist, I have a black friend is just simply something racists say. Fair enough. And speaking of which, <laughs> guess what Lindsey Graham just said? It, oh. it, it's the rattle on the back <laughs> of the snake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> if the Republican Party is racist, how can we have a black guy? No, this was so. This is this is what he said. Democrats fear a Walker win, Herschel Walker, because it would mean the GOP is not racist. Yes, that that is what Lindsey Graham said. That's and literally that's exactly had Walker what it next would mean. to him. 
I mean, like yeah. the beauty of it was it wasn't just it wasn't just theoretically tokenism. It was literally tokenism. tokenism he literally yep. brought him as a physical prop to stand next to him and say, "Look, we got one." <laughs> <laughs> but they've been Checkmate. saying that forever. They have, and it's I just another again. This, this is this is Donald Trump. Look at my African American. This is racism's over. Obama was president. This is the same thing it always is. This is the same way they they cling to Lincoln. They have to find something. My my favorite part is always when they're like, "Well, the Democrats, the party, the Klan." It's like, who's the Klan vote for now, bitch? Right, right. Who 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 in the Klan is running? Uh, uh under what party are the Klan members running now? Like yeah. that's the other thing too. Is like. <laughs> Come on now, let's let's try a little. We uh, don't actually know that for sure. Usually, they can't uh, display political party when they're in their police uniforms. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, you also can't see their faces when they have the white hoods on, but we're not talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was fun. I thought that would be a good way to end things on here because, uh, yeah. And then also, I just want to say thanks again for to Basehead Faye because I there's nothing I love better than when somebody agrees with me. And I know you guys feel the same way, so. Uh, I, I'd like Actually, to. Know I don't like it. Yeah, I like when they agree with me. I hate it when people agree with you. Yeah, I'm glad you're with me on that one, Kay. <laughs> uh, why are we friends? Because I'm cute. It's the robes. No, it's Chris definitely not it's the robes. robes. It's the robes. Hashtag robes for K. Remember, everyone, robe, robes for K. K is in desperate need of robes. Uh, he needs help. Uh, to our boy Stoffy, I did see your recommendation. It's a lovely robe. He does not like the embroidery. No, if you're going to get KRO, actually, his favorite uh, material is burlap. Uh, so yeah, if you yes. could send him burlap and then demand he wear it, uh, that would be terrific. Burlap sacks. No, hold, well, uh, hold on, hold on. First, you have to turn it inside out and then yes. whack it against uh, California tumbleweeds. Yes, but yeah, I was saying, you, you have to make sure that you've already cleaned it. The only appropriate to clean burlap is to rub it vigorously against hay uh, right yes. before wearing it. So if you could go ahead and do that and then send it to him. Um, uh, also, he really is a big fan of glitter. So if you could just make sure the package is filled with loose glitter uh, Rainbow, when you mail Rainbow it to glitter. him. Rainbow uh, that glitter. would that would just be it would make his day. We we Very really much. appreciate that. Hashtag robes for K. Robes for K. You know I'm gonna I'm gonna cut all that shit out. You can't you can't do it. We're, we listen to it now. Yeah, we stopped for yeah. a while. Now Matt and I are spot checking you. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, good. Matt and I listen good. to the podcast now. And you're allowed, and you're not allowed to cut this part out either. Everyone needs to no. hear this, so they all know. We keep you honest. Robes for K. Robes for K. Luckily, <laughs> our listeners uh... are poor, so you're safe <laughs> and don't have your address. <laughs> so that is it for us we love you all we will see you back next week for episode 913 you are amazing uh we can't wait to hear from you more please keep the we love getting stuff in the mailbag so please tweet us well don't tweet us because it's probably going away soon but check our twitter definitely email us and uh we will get to work on that discord because i think that may be the way we interact with people but until then we love you and do not forget to take care of yourselves to take care of each other and the revolution is you 